Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of VSIN Final Countdown. Alongside Matt Brown, I'm Stormy Bonantoni. We are live from Las Vegas at our VSIN studio at the South Point Resort and Casino. Having a great day. How are you today, my friend? What's going on with my hair today? You were worried about your hair yesterday. What's going on with mine? I got this like weird swoosh thing going. I can see it in the camera. Well, like, I got a haircut this? yesterday, and Ooh, you're getting one today. today? So. I know. I'm just, I know. I'm like, hey, can you so get f- rid of this swoosh thing, thing <laughs> yeah. that I got going on? Is that on? what you do yeah, when I'm you just go, go to... and they're like, Every time they go, hey, what do you want? I go, I don't, I don't just... Just, I don't know. Just, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, just whatever. Yeah, you know. Male <laughs> hair, generic male haircut. I don't know. Yeah. I essentially spend a hundred plus dollars on like looking the same every time that I have to go get my hair done. Because that's all I ask what, for. Like is three, I'm just like, hey, I would three, like to four look times a year? How basically the same. Three times a year? Four times uh, a year? What, what it, every like ten weeks. Ten weeks? Yeah. I like it. Beautiful. Yeah. Five times a year, everyone. Yep, Five times go. a year, if anyone. Um, in addition to this glorious conversation, we'll also bring in Danielle Alvari, VEASAN host and contributor, betting analyst, covers all things L.A. A little bit later in this hour, her Bruins got a top 10 showdown mm-hmm. against the Oregon Ducks coming up this week. We'll get into that as well as how about the Lakers last night? They looked all as bad as they did last year coming out the gates against the defending champion Warriors last night. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, though, like, I mean, I had them probably as like the eighth seventh, eighth, ninth best team in the West as it was anyway. So I don't know what we really expected out of this team. And I think that there are some people out there who saw what went down and kind of go, well, you know, yeah. maybe that was worst case scenario, Like, but I don't think we expected them to be 
anything great. And I certainly didn't. And they're, you know, they need a shooter badly. They need like some other stuff going on. I mean, like the whole Westbrook thing at this point has gotten just comical because look, I hurt my hamstring because I'm, you know, coming off the bench. I'm not doing my usual role. Come on. Listen, that was, that was ridiculous. And here's the deal all day long. All everybody did was play like his lowlights as opposed to like his highlights or whatever. He wasn't God awful last night. I don't know if, if you watched the whole game, you know what I'm talking about. He was not God off. I mean, he's seven of 12 from the field, right? I mean, like it's, he was seven of 12 from the field. Everyone's showing the air ball three pointer <laughs> that he shot and everyone's showing all the turnovers, but it wasn't like it was this crazy, crazy deal. I mean, he had, he, he had four turnovers. LeBron had five, right? I mean, like it was, it, but again, it's just, there's it's square peg round hole that they've got going with this offense right now. And I don't know if there is a, I don't know if there's with the way that the roster is currently mm-hmm. constructed. I just don't know if there's a a positive end to all of this. Well, we'll see what Danielle's opinion yeah. is on that. Unfortunately, the 76ers bet didn't get home last night against the Celtics. Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown were pretty good, 35 points plus each. I was gonna say that's one of those you just tip your cap, right? I yeah. mean, like it's it's sometimes you can be you can feel pretty good about a bet, and then the other team just absolutely outplays the other one, and like that. That they was, looked the part. The Celtics certainly yeah. looked the part of the defending Eastern Conference champs. I mean, the Sixers shot 50% from the floor, right? I mean, they shot 38% from three and 85% from the free throw line. That's going to win you a whole bunch of games, but it just wasn't enough in this one where you look in the in the Celtics shot 56% from the floor, and it was just a, you know, Tatum. It's like every single big shot, like every big shot went down. Like when it was like, oh, here comes the Sixers going to make a little run. Bam, dagger. <laughs> Bam, yeah. dagger, like every single time. Like it was just, sometimes you just, yeah, you're going to lose games like that sometimes. I mean, it was, it was, I don't feel like it was a bad bet right. per se. It's just Celtics came out and, and it went lights out. So yesterday was the, you know, initial tip off of the NBA season. Today's like the real day where mm-hmm. you have everybody in action, a full slate of games. We'll get into that a little bit later. Your Pelicans taking on the Nets tonight should be a fun one, but it's crossover season. We have major league baseball playoffs and a game coming up here in just about a half an hour. I really thought the Padres last night we're going to pull something off in the no, bottom of the ninth inning. Didn't. I did. Two runners on, one Hopeless out. Optimism. And you got Machado and Josh Bell coming up to the plate next. Come on. Bell, Some magic could have happened. I was mm. Machado, yes, Bell. Bell Pitching has been, was great yesterday. Bell, Bell has been Bell has been mixed bag for him for sure. Lots of strikeouts for him. Oh. Um but that's why I am actually on the little bit of plus money here on the Phillies tonight because mainly the volatility in the pitching matchup to this, like Nolan Nola has been absolutely lights out for the last two months of the season. Whereas Snell either looks like the Blake Snell of old that we thought was, could be end up being one of, you know, the top 10 pitchers in the majors for five, six, seven, eight year, 10 years, whatever it might be, or Snell goes out and gets absolutely lit up. Right. And it's like, it's the weirdest thing with him. There's some nights he just has it. And then other nights he just does not. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm going to get plus money, in this pitching matchup in particular where I get Nola, so I know, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm going to get a solid pitching performance out of the Philly starter, whereas only about six times out of ten, I'm going to get it from the Padres starter, and I'm getting plus money in that. That's why I just kind of dipped over and and took a little bit of the little bit of the the money line here at like plus one oh five. It's one of six out here uh behind us at the South Point. It is actually minus one oh five over at DraftKings. So this is a little bit more a little bit more money coming in on the Phillies. And that makes sense, right? DraftKings, rest of country book, mm-hmm. legalized sports betting in Pennsylvania. So it makes more sense that they would be getting 
some of that Phillies love for sure. But uh, seven is your total in this one. If you did want to play a run line, you could take the Phillies at minus a run and a half at plus 180. It, uh, it definitely is going to be an uphill battle for the Padres if the if that bet does cash for you and they mm-hmm. go down 0-2 at home in San Diego at Petco Park. That game, too, starting in just about a half an hour, so get the bets in soon while you can. And, and Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwab were both with the solo shots yesterday. That was the only scoring. You Darvish, you Darvish had a really good game, uh, only allowed three hits, but when two of them leave the yard, there's not a whole lot you can do. And on the other side, Zach Wheeler was fantastic. One hit ball through seven innings. So we'll see how the pitching goes today. And Aaron Nola, like you mentioned, has been fantastic and, this uh, year. One the, didn't just leave the yard. One was, was launched. Yes. One was <laughs> out of I the mean, stratosphere. Kyle Schwarber's. Yeah. It was nuked. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. 120 miles. But you cashed miles. those props. We, you, <sighs> gave the, you gave out those yeah. numbers on the area. 120 yesterday. miles an hour off the bat. 488 feet, the longest home run ever at Petco. It was absolutely annihilated. I mean, that ball, as soon as he hit it, I'm like, oh, man, he really got a hold of that one. They were like, oh, no, it was the furthest home run ever at the ballpark. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it makes sense. sense. Yeah, adds up. Yes, it does. (laughs) The uh, Yankees got it done against the Guardians yesterday. Immediately post-game, they did party, it seems, for a little bit. They they had their celebration, and then it was off to Houston taking on the Astros. It wasn't actually champagne. You know, like when (laughs) you were a child, you know. One of those. Sparkling grape juice. But uh, game one of the ALCS begins later on tonight. Garrett Cole obviously kept the Yankees afloat this last series. Today, you got Jamison Tyone, a plus 165 dog, roughly um, taking on the Astros on Justin Verlander day. So a, a near $2 favorite, minus 180. I've seen up to minus 195 throughout the day. And Verlander coming off a rough start, his last outing against Seattle, looking to bounce back in this spot in the books, think he will. Yeah, I mean, it's it's rough against the Yankees to to lay a price like minus, you know, like you said, DraftKings all the way up to 195 at this point. The run line plus 120. That said, I mean, that's kind of where I would be looking if I wanted to play the Astros would just be like, hey, this is the absolute worst game possible for the Yankees, whereas they, like you mentioned, get it done, do a little bit of celebrating, then have to like go fly cross country and they get, yeah, there, there's just, if there was ever a, hey, you're going to play a run line, this might be the time to play the run line on the Astros. But I, I I don't know if I'll get there. I mean, I've got a few hours to think about it. That would be the only play for me in this one. I, and I, I I totally understand. Not only is Verlander awesome, not only are the Astros awesome altogether, but again, we have a team that played for their life yes, just yesterday mm-hmm. and then had to get on a plane and fly across the country. For the series, the Astros are minus 210 favorite as well. And it's interesting to me, the one concern I have about tonight, which is why I might just not bet it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely understand you're thinking of taking the run line, if anything, from a value standpoint. But three games that they've played in the last 13 days. And it's not exact. And they swept the Mariners, but it, it wasn't the most sweepy sweep I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? Like it took a lot for them to like get it. those wins. They had some miraculous comebacks. It's like late a Swiffer and, sweep. As yeah. Let's to like call an actual it that. Broom sweep. Yes. Okay, I, li- gotcha, I yeah. love that. Yeah. It was, right. it was a Swiffer, not the heavy duty one. Gotcha. So uh-huh. yeah. um, it was, it just wasn't the most convincing wins at least the last time out. And they've had a lot of time. So definitely pitching well rested, mm-hmm. but you have that rest versus rust debate with any of these things. And we've seen some of the higher seeded teams that have had rest, not have as much success. Lineups are out here for the Phillies. Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Muto, Harper, Castellanos, Baum, Segura, Verling, and then Sosa in the nine hole over on the Padres side. Profar is going to lead off Soto, Machado, Cronenworth, Drury, Bell, Kim, Grisham, Nola on the Yankees side against the Astros, Torres, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Carpenter, Bader, 
Kiner Falefa and Trevino. And then over on the Astros side, Altuve, Pena. Uh, Jeremy Pena going to be hitting the second uh, two-hole there. Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, Guriel, Diaz, McCormick, and then Maldonado catching and batting ninth. We also have some midweek college football coming at you. Some fun belt in the sun belt. And it is Georgia State plus nine at App State, total 60. So they think some points are going to be scored in this one. Has anyone had a more wild start to a season than the App State Mountaineers? A 40-point fourth quarter comeback takes UNC down to the wire week one. They upset A&M the following week in College Station. Need a Hail Mary after that to beat Troy. Blow a 28-3 lead against JMU. They blow out the Citadel, and then they follow that up by losing to Texas State as an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. So what version of them do we get today? I don't know. I didn't bet this game. I think, regardless, it's going to be messy. Probably a lot of offense. If I had a lean, it might be over, but not nearly enough confidence in it to pull the trigger. But I love the fact that we have college football on a Wednesday in October. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is for us content. Content is good. And content. Us, yes, yes. All, and anytime we can get games on Wednesdays, absolutely fun. Um, no play for me, obviously, but, uh, you know, listen, I, I think that we, when, you, like you said, App State up and down all yeah. year long for sure. It's been crazy. And Georgia State has a good run game. We'll see if they're able to do anything on the road here. Kind of a fun. Homecoming for the Georgia State head coach, Sean Elliott, who was on the App State staff for about 13 years. He graduated from there, so we'll see if he can get a win in his return or not. We're going to step aside. Lots of news and notes around the National Football League that we have to get into and a potential is there, isn't there quarterback controversy with the New England Patriots? We will get into that and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. This is VSIN. Final countdown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Two hours of fun. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. You can join them every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance. You got Friday night college football bet and get. Sunday football parlay insurance and a whole lot more. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Getting into some NFL talk. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you here. And we might as well start off with the Thursday night football contest coming up tomorrow. Saints getting to taking on the Cardinals and <laughs> New Orleans today, according to head coach Dennis Allen at his press conference, is going to be missing a lot of bodies. They have ruled out Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. And on the defensive end, Marshawn Lattimore. You got offensive guard Andrus Pete now out. Their tight end, Andrew Trotman, out. And they still have not made a, deci- a deciding factor on who's going to be their starting quarterback. Who's going to play quarterback? So, yes, that is also a thing as well, too. So, how you feeling? Yeah, I mean, like we said, if there was ever a time, if you feel like there was ever a time to play the Cardinals, and if you don't think that the Cardinals are absolutely one of the bottom five or six teams in the NFL. If you think they're in the same breath with some of these horrible teams, then you don't want to play this. But if there was ever, 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 ever a time to play the Cardinals, it would be now they're getting – the Saints don't even know who's going to play quarterback. Like, they don't – their number one receiver is now a rookie coming off of having to sit out a week due to a concussion. There is an offensive lineman missing. Their tight end is missing. It is just – there's all kinds of – their number one shutdown corner is missing. And if anything – the Cardinals, you would think, maybe are getting a little bit better because you get DeAndre Hopkins back. So, I mean, again, if there was ever a time to play the Cardinals. This line, though, tells you how bad Arizona oh, is, yeah. right? The yeah, fact yeah. that the Saints are this beat up and they're only a two-point favorite at home. Robbie Anderson, of course, was just traded uh, to the Arizona Cardinals and uh, head coach Cliff Kingsbury saying if he plays, it will be in a very limited role, but that isn't if James Conner is questionable. But like you referenced, DeAndre Hopkins, first game back from the PED suspension, how well does he gel with this offense? And can he become, once again, that security blanket we know Kyler Murray has relied on so much in the past? 
that's going to be it, right? I mean, is we we, we talked to Adam Levitan, you know, uh, on Monday, and he said he thinks that probably you know DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins' best days are behind him. Obviously, I think we would all agree that DeAndre Hopkins' best days are probably behind him. But you know, does he have enough to give some sort of spark? To this team, is there enough left in the tank, at least in the short term? Right. I mean, maybe he's, you know, maybe he wears down over the course of the season or something. But is there at least enough left in the tank to give this team any sort of hope as they move forward? Because again, this doesn't get much easier for this Cardinals team. If you're watching at home on the screen, you're going to see the schedule. If you're listening, we got Saints, Vikings, Seahawks, Rams, Niners, Chargers before their Week 13 bye. So they don't get a bye until Week 13. So you have to go through right now a whole bunch of teams that are, look, at least in the conversation of being good. We talked about this yesterday. Are these teams good? We don't really know yet, <laughs> but they're at least in the conversation. Which is crazy that we're at week seven and yes. we still don't know the answer to a lot of those questions. We're, we're at least, they're at least all in the conversation of being good, right? Like none of these are going to be layups by any stretch of the imagination. I'm talking even that Seahawks game is not going to be a layup. So, I mean, Saints, Vikings, Seahawks, Rams, Niners, Chargers before that week 13 bye. This season could go off the rails very, very, very quickly as they already sit two and four. Imagine if they only squeak out one or two of those wins before they head mm-hmm. to the bye. I mean, this that is going to be, the, you know, the week bye seems like the natural breaking point with, with Cliff Kingsbury, if that's going to be the case, should they drop that game to the Chargers. But we shall see. I think that, uh, I think his days are numbered regardless. Uh, interesting conversation. I was curious your opinion on mm-hmm. the Patriots, eight point favorites taken on the bears this week. And um, apparently there might be more of a quarterback controversy than we thought, according to a Boston Globe reporter. Ben Volan, who's covered the team for a long time, said somebody who is very in the know told him that Mac Jones has an attitude problem. He also indicated <laughs> that Joe Judge has made it very clear that he prefers Bailey Zappi to Mac Jones. Like, do you, and this is like sliding in the DMs type of a conversation that he actually said on, on national radio. So, what do you make of these comments and does it impact? the way that you evaluate New England at all? I I mean, do I think that there has at least been conversations? I think there's probably at least been conversations, but I think that's going to be natural with any coaching staff, within any team. I'm sure there's probably a couple of guys on the offensive side of the ball who go, you know what? Bailey's not so bad, right? I mean, this offense works pretty well with him at quarterback, and I'm sure there's We had that conversation on Monday. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure that there's all that going on, and, like, Mac Jones, maybe there is a little bit. I mean, look, nobody – Nobody wants to be Wally Pipped, and if you get the reference or whatever, you know, like you, you sit out and then you lose your job because of because of injury, and and that's just one of the things where, you know, it happens sometimes, right? It just happens sometimes in the NFL. I'm not saying it's going to happen here. You have to go back to Mac Jones for sure at some point. He didn't do anything to really lose the gig, but I'll tell you what, if he looks shaky, not good, even there will be calls. There will be calls mm-hmm. for. I forget what your peanut butter zappy yeah, time. There, there, there it is, peanut butter and zappy. Way. Yes, yes. See, exactly. and my, Stephanie, I hope you're proud of me. I tried to step away from the microphone so that yes. you didn't get the full she blaring tone of my yeah, voice. Like she wasn't paying attention. Like, ah, no, the kid's been fun to watch, though. Yeah, There's has, no doubt. Yes, I mean, again, it was it's came off a record-breaking season in college football and didn't go higher in the draft because of all of you know the measurables. Everybody wants the six foot four, six foot five with the big hands and the whatever and all the stuff, and like he didn't have any of that stuff, and so. Uh, goes later on in the draft, but you know, every now and then 
the Drew Breeses of the world and stuff like that can can play, you know? Lions are a seven-point dog taking on the Cowboys this week with Dak Prescott making his return ideally. That's the plan as long as he continues to practice throughout the week. That's I just the got goal. the push, push notification that he has officially cleared. Wowee. Uh, 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 officially cleared medical protocol or whatever it is that he needs awesome. to whatever. So he is. Dak is back. Ready to go. Dak yes, is back. Yes. He wants to get that full week of practice in to get uh, the connection back with his receivers and get that offense moving on track. Dan Campbell on the other side says that he is not discouraged about where his team is at. He feels they're, they're one or two plays away here or there from being a three-win team to this point. The reality is they only have one. Uh, do you agree and do you think that they could be competitive off the bye against the Cowboys? Competitive, yes. Win, I don't know if I could get there. That said, would it surprise me if they were able to win this outright? It would not. And I think there's a couple of different, listen, there's a couple of different, I think, I just think that there's a couple of different paths to it getting there. One of which is, hey, look, they're healthy finally again. Because offensive line had gotten beat up. Obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown, who was just this, you know, a beast first two weeks of the season. He gets hurt. DJ Chark goes down. He gets hurt. So, there, there was all kinds of things that had the Lions just kind of falling apart. DeAndre Swift gets hurt. Does yeah. this, does, did that bye week, you know, get them back healthy to where they look more like that team at the beginning of the year? And if that's the case, then I think that obviously instantly makes them much more competitive in this game. And then, two, what if Dak is like, you know, I mean, look, again, he's medically cleared fine and all that. But, I mean, that doesn't mean he hadn't played in a while. It was a hand injury. You got to throw the ball with your hand. You do? Don't, yeah, I don't know Weird. if you know this or not. Yeah, got to throw the ball with your yeah. hand. He could throw it with the other one if he wanted to, no, but it, it would is. be less effective. <laughs> so I think he's going to want to go with the good one. Speaking of which, yeah. funny story. Uh, one of the games that I did sidelines for earlier this year, the quarterback was warming up with his left hand. We were like, hmm, there's something there. Did not end up starting the game. I'm going to so. assume. I'm, I'm going to assume the point of that is because he's right-handed. That would be oh, okay. why. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, right, sorry. Yes. I guess okay, I buried yes. the lead yes, there. Yes. 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 All right, gotcha. He was yes. warming up with his left hand, and so we're all like sending those bat signals to each other, like, "Okay, we need to start getting some prep on the backup yeah, here before the, we get going." It's but, the roll. It's the roll to the. He's rolling to his left, and he has to switch hands and throw it left-handed. Yeah, not ideal. Yeah, but for Dak, it. it's it's certainly something worth monitoring and considering. If you either want to lay off of this, or mm-hmm. if you're gonna bet the Cowboys, maybe bet them in a teaser so that it's not laying such a big number yeah. against a team that's well rested and getting healthy, all those factors. And we're sitting 49 on this total. And again, like, you know, it's any Lions games at least going to have a high-ish total, higher total. The only concern, I guess, in this would be is, is this Cowboys offense, I mean, defense, absolutely elite, like against anyone, against any offense, against anything. And if that's the case, you might start asking yourself, is this a little bit too high? Because the Lions just aren't going to be able to do their their part, right? And we know that the Cowboys will be able to score in the Lions' defense. That I don't think any of us are, are worried about. But will the will the Lions be able to do their part? And that's the only thing that does start to make you question at least a little bit as this thing hits 49. Yep, if the offense can get back to doing what they were doing, especially against a team that brings the mm-hmm. pressure the way that they do. Tell me if you've heard this before. Keenan Allen is on pace to He's start pace. for the Chargers this week. I, I mean, you know, just get back in there, buddy. We're all rooting for you <laughs> at this point. At this, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say. Like, all these, you know, again, we, we will touch on fantasy every now and then. Like, every fantasy owner out there is just kind of like, I mean, yeah, okay. okay. Again, right. like seriously, like I know. I mean, yeah, he's either going to play or not or whatever. It's all this. But uh, look, this is a huge boost and another one of the reasons why I still kept the Chargers as high as I did kind of in my power ratings because they've still been competitive and or winning games with a shell of a, 
of what they are, right? I mean, like, you know, it's on the defensive side, on the offensive side, all the different things like that. Like getting back your number one receiver is massive, massive, massive for this team because what Keenan Allen does, like Mike Williams can't do. Mike Williams is a is a beast on his own in a super different role in that offense than what Keenan Allen plays. Mike Williams is not just the, oh, Keenan Allen's out, so it's fine. It's the Mike Williams show. That's just not how it doesn't translate. So getting him back is so incredibly huge. And if it is, look, the Chargers team, again, we yeah. it, no, nowhere to go but up for them, for yep. sure. Six-point favorite hosting the Seattle Seahawks this week, total 51 and a half. We're going to step aside. Danielle Alvari, VEASAN hosting contributor, going to give us the lowdown on all things betting in L.A. when we come back. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Taste victory, taste the Caribbean, hit the field for cash with the Malibu Football Challenge, draft a winning lineup, and take your free shot at a share of $5,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pernod now to get in on the action. Malibu, nothing beats the original, 21 and over only, terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly, and every time I say Caribbean... I think, is it Caribbean? Because I say Pirates of the Caribbean. No, no, no. It's, you've never seen that meme? It's like, do you say, it's it's written out. I've you, always said it, Caribbean. It says, but... it says, do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? And then, like, the person responds with, I say Caribbean, but when I say it the other way, when I say Pirates, <laughs> when I say pirates of the Caribbean. But yeah, like. It's interesting. Yes. It's it's all right. So I'm not alone out there. It's common. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a thing. It's a real thing. Speaking of Malibu though, let's head about an hour down the road to Los Angeles as we bring a good friend to the show, Danielle Alvari, like we do every week, VEASAN hosting contributor, knower, expert of all things, LA sports. And what happened to the Dodgers? Although I am grateful because of the San Diego Padres being in the situation they are. What happened to the Dodgers girl? How, how mad do you have to be with how much money this team spends on their talent and you have this loaded roster and it was almost like people weren't really calling out how the offense wasn't as prolific as it was last year and the pitching was, you know, getting by and there was kind of distractions going on with that as well, whether it was Trevor Bauer or injuries, Kershaw's age, whatever you want to look at. But the Dodgers offense was kind of un- underperforming when you look at what the roster actually was. So how upsetting does it have to be as a Dodgers fan? when you see how much money and time they spend in this organization and then can't seem to make it transpire into titles. I don't know if that's a testament though, to just how difficult it is to win a world series. So let's go to uh, your beloved UCLA Bruins and they have a big game this week against Oregon. I'm going to go out on a limb, just guessing you're picking UCLA in this one. Money I'm line. Doubling down. Money line. I I'm can feel down. it. <laughs> I have UCLA plus six, and I also sprinkled the money line. Because, uh, I was going to say, uh, this you, is I mean, come on, stay on brand. You, like well a done. Book. you have to stay on brand. <laughs> Good, well done. Uh, no, this makes sense. Let's let's talk about the logistics okay. here, right? College game day, top 10 matchup, both coming off of bye week, so great. I look at this just like we should always when we're looking at betting, right, is what are the unknowns? So for me, the unknown for UCLA is how will they perform on the road in a hostile environment? We haven't seen that yet. They've only been to Colorado. Uh, we also haven't seen Dorian Thompson-Robinson, UCLA's quarterback, play at Oregon. He was out the last two times they were on the road for Autzen. So is that going to be a big factor? Do you have a little bit of a benefit because Chip Kelly knows this stadium well but the unknown for Oregon for me is who have they played who have they played right we hear this everywhere with everybody's you know talking about this game 
Oregon's wins were over opponents with what a combined record of 14 and 20. The Ducks haven't beaten a team with fewer than three losses. Meanwhile, UCLA is coming off back-to-back top 15 wins over Utah and Washington. And really, what's Oregon's most impressive win? The 41 to 20 blowout over BYU. I love when people say then ranked, <laughs> then ranked 12th, like not important anymore. So when you also just look at this from a just matchup standpoint, Ducks secondary ranks third worst in the FES against the past. They're starting offensive lineman for the Ducks. Steven Jones still recovering from a left foot injury. He's missed four games. So that's pretty much as good as it's going to get for their offensive line. But they do have one of the best O-lines in the country. I will give them that. And if there's a weakness on UCLA's defense, perhaps it's the passing. But what's Oregon's defense doing? They gave up 41 points to Washington State. Bo Nix on offense, he's been efficient, but he's no DTR. He does play better Mm -hmm. at home. So for me, the real advantage for Oregon is they're playing at home, but what other advantage do they have here? I mean, DTR is in Heisman discussions right now. Mm -hmm. So is Zach Charbonnet, the rushing leader for the FBS right now. And offensive points per drive, we have UCLA at number four. So when you look at this game, it's kind of silly to see a total so high, but it could go that high. I do think that UCLA's defense is going to give Oregon some trouble scoring. Their best bet is probably that pass game. Uh, but really, my only con I'm seeing for UCLA here is it's their first tough road environment. Well, and that's kind of what I was going to ask you with regards to the total. It definitely seems like odds makers are telling us this one's going to be more defense optional because of the success that these offensive have had, most notably on the UCLA end with Dorian Thompson Robinson and Zach Charbonnet. And also what we saw when UCLA played Utah was that up front, they looked strong and they looked physical, mm-hmm. which wasn't necessarily what we thought a UCLA brand of football had been in the past. So we'll see if Chip Kelly can finally get it done in the Chip Kelly Bowl. But both of these offenses averaging more than 41 points per well, game. I'm curious if it can get there. And you kind of look, and, and there, there is a lot that does point even to the super high over. I mean, if you look, the UCLA offense, fifth in the nation in EPA per pass with the Oregon defense at one number 117 in the country in EPA per pass. Oof. But then on the flip side, you've got Oregon that's 10th yeah. in the nation EPA per pass where the defense for UCLA is 75th. And so you have two strong pass offenses against two weak pass defenses. Typically that equals a lot of scoring. Fireworks. Yeah, yes. I would say the defense was something that had me not convinced. But then I looked a little bit closer and in the Pac-12 at least, which is what we're talking about here, UCLA's number one in total yards allowed, number one in yards per play allowed, number two in defensive points per drive. So I do think that the UCLA defense is not maybe getting the credit that they deserve here. And maybe we'll get to see that here. But I do think that it's going to be interesting to see how they function under this loud environment, if you will. But I do think it's interesting, too, when you look back over the course of the history of this rivalry, if you will, that people will point to UCLA hasn't won in Autzen since what 2004 and Oregon has this really long home winning streak but if you're betting on something just because it's happened in the past that can't be your only reason yep ducks ducks just to add to that five and oh historically against top 10 opponents but we're not looking at history we're changing it up here this week um UCLA turnovers I feel like were what were most costly to them in the previous yes. matchups but Dorian mm-hmm. Thompson Robinson just two interceptions so far on the year if they can continue and to- Oregon has none yeah yeah, yeah, there you go. So interesting. It's going to be a fun game. I'm really excited. I want to get your opinion on USC as well, though. I know they have a bye, but coming off the very, very emotional back and forth, eventual one point loss to Utah. How do you think that they come out of the bye moving forward? And, and what's the landscape look like for them in the league? We're in for a really good USC-UCLA game, I think. They're going to be angry with that one-point yeah. loss to Utah. But what did, what did we say? I mean, to be fair, they did cover. It was three and a half, right? Three. But... Utah just wins at home one way or another. Now you can complain about officiating all you want, but it's just very difficult to go to bet against that home field advantage. They are at Arizona next week. Arizona, what then hosts 
no wait, USC, and then they host Cal and Colorado before heading to the Rose Bowl. So USC has this kind of easing stretch of games coming up out of this bye week. So I think that's going to set them up nicely for this UCLA matchup, and they're going to be big mad. But I do think that at least it's at the Rose Bowl. One more thing on UCLA before we move on. Do you think that they can make the playoff? Do you think if you you're betting on oh, them geez. to win this game? So I don't want to see it. I. <laughs> I, I just don't. And we, we all see the kind of respect. I've said this before that the PAC 12 gets from other football conferences. So if we even remember back to Washington or Oregon being in these playoffs, it didn't go particularly well. So even though I do think right. that UCLA is operating at a high function of talent, I love hearing DTR in this Heisman discussion. Uh, no, no playoffs. All right. Well, we know they'll travel well with all the fans and everything and all the things. Spe- oh, okay. to, to we just them. tried to get through a Shots segment. Fired. You know. Speaking of you no, know who will be in Vegas if, if they make it to the Pac-12 title game? <laughs> this Good. Danielle, uh, speaking of no playoffs, the Lakers look like they might be in that situation again this year based on what we saw last night. Talk me through this team. Uh, I like what you guys said in the opening here. Matt basically said, what were we expecting from this mm-hmm. Lakers team? We knew what we were going to get with them. I even saw at the end of the preseason there, Anthony Davis out for back soreness already. Couldn't even finish the preseason there. Uh, they lost to the Warriors. They've lost six straight season openers. Now they have to play the Clippers tomorrow. The Clippers are four and a half point favorites. They've won seven straight matchups versus the Lakers. And what did I just say about Oregon UCLA? Just because it's happened in the past doesn't mean it will happen again. But... Uh, let's look at the teams. Who's the better team here? It's the Clippers. The Clippers are actually built uh, to have a title chance. The Lakers are not, right? They have the two big elite wings, Kawhi, Paul George, deep roster with shooting. Hello, the Lakers are missing tons of shooting. And then they also have a better coach, I think. Ownership maybe doing a little bit better job on that side as well. Uh, also, you like to point to things like Westbrook pointing fingers about this hamstring. I mean, this is like me saying, I didn't have my blueberry muffin this morning. That's why I lost my bet. I always have my blueberry muffin. I can't <laughs> believe that about his hamstring. So uh, the point, the finger pointing and kind of the animosity and the fact that no one can, can score really being the overarching theme here, I think is going to plague the Lakers until they figure this out. Danielle, what is the uh, what is the buzz on what the Rams are trying to do to fix whatever this is that has been going on so far this season? Uh, what has been going on? Do we do we think mm-hmm. this is a Matt Stafford elbow issue? Do what do we really think is the issue for this? Uh, this has really been not fun for me on fantasy because I have tons of Rams <laughs> players. But uh, also, if you have a Rams win total over, that's probably not fun for you. And also, was probably ill-advised preseason. I know that you're probably betting on something like a Rams defense, which is the one thing I think they have going for them right now. But their schedule for the next few weeks looks rough. So if you have a Rams win total over ticket, I'm I'm sorry for your next couple weeks. Well, Danielle, I hope that uh, you get your blueberry muffin and that you win your UCLA bet coming up this weekend. That's why. If I lose a bet, that's why. If you're in town for, you know, the Pac-12 championship or whatever, we will get you blueberry muffins. All the blueberry muffins. (laughs) No, no, for the record, it's it's poppy seed. Okay, gotcha. Ooh, lemon poppy seed. Those Costco ones? Fire. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, You're awesome, though. Appreciate the time, as always, girl. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Unpaid endorsement. Danielle Alvari, at Danielle Alvari on Twitter. Check out the TikToks. Her TikToks are freaking fire. They're so funny. And they're sports betting related. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm too old for the TikToks, so I don't know. I don't do. You're I don't, too. I, did I, you say? Did you just plural yeah, that? I'm, I'm too old for the TikToks. All right, Bill Belichick. Yeah, listen, let's not. When, know, what did he call Twitter face that space one time? Or something? <laughs> it was face space. Don't it? be that guy. Yeah, he either called it my face or face space or something. It was something like that. All right. Whatever. Well, we're here in yeah. the music, which means we got to wrap it up and move on. We're gonna step aside, take a quick well, time out here. But when we come back, back to the NFL. Keep it rolling with news and notes, headlines, and which lines we think there's some value on. Don't go anywhere.
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there is one right time to make a change. Everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's timeline's a little bit different, but if you feel like you're ready to take that step toward change, Zinn's here for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Shout out to Jason H118 for joining the conversation with us today. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you. If you want to join the conversation at Matt Brown M2 at Storm Bonantoni. Lots of letters, but you can Google mm -hmm. it. It's okay. He says, I agree with Matt Brown. The TikToks is for the kiddos. 
Mm. Not as grown See? ups. Look at that. They ought to have an adult version of TikTok. You don't even scroll. What? Are, so, the only time I ever go is if someone, my friends, will send a link to a TikTok. Oh, like the one I sent you in yesterday. In which case, yes. In which case, I have okay. to click on it, and then I will watch whatever the video is or something. And, we'll, and yeah, and then we'll we'll go from there. But like, I don't go on on my own. I don't. I don't even follow anyone. Like. Ooh. So you're not going to volunteer as tribute as except for you. I'll follow you. Wow! Shots fired! Shots fired! I mean, I definitely follow you and stuff. On no, the... I just text you my TikTok. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. Check uh, this uh, one out, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. No, um, let's get into some more NFL talk, which you could. Hey, you could probably find some good NFL stuff on TikTok for you as well. Dolphins Is there head NFL coach. TikToks? There's NFL TikTok. There's sports bang TikTok. Join the hashtag really? crew. <laughs> you do it. And you have to do it all in like 10 second clips. How long are TikToks? They could be as long as like three minutes. Oh. You gotta change the rules. You on gotta that, learn right? the social. They changed the rules on that. That used to not be the case, right? That used to like mm. they used to be like really short. I think. I I'm think, pretty sure. I think they started at like a, you could do 15 seconds to a minute. Do you remember Vine? You remember when Vine I was a thing? I loved Vine. It was hilarious. You remember yes. Vine was a thing. I wish that that, that was really still was a thing. That really was on like 10 second videos. Or that something was like, like what TikTok I think got its idea from, yeah. right? But yeah. all right. Anyways, Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel says that he is optimistic. Jalen Waddle will play week seven against the Steelers coming up. Waddle battling both groin and shoulder injuries coming into this one. McDaniel does not expect him to practice early on this week, but does think that he'll be able to get out there for the game. And of course, we got some quarterback stuff too. I don't know if you've seen any updates, but as of right now, it looks like the plan is still for Tua Tungo Bailoa to be the starter on the Dolphins end and Kenny Pickett to get out there this week returning instead of Mitch Trubisky. We should bring back Vine. We should bring back vines. I'm serious. Did like, you make vines? Just, this is did just you? Like, okay. Did you make vines? Uh, we should bring back. I vines. don't think you did. You were a vine scroller. You, I, you're not a content creator. Oh, I was. I was certainly a scroller, but I think like we could do some fun, like on break vines and things or whatever. Like we could do 10 seconds. You want to bring cre- vine back? Creative. So I mean, okay. like, we have a we have a hard time coming up with pro tips or whatever on the break, but like we could certainly like do like 10 second like vines or whatever or something like. I think that we could do <laughs> should that. Should that be the pro tip? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so bring, bring vine back. Bring bring, bring back. Bring back. Hey, real quick though, we did uh, the injury final injury report. Has come out for tomorrow's game. Jameis Winston's actually not listed on the injury report at all, yet they did not say that he would actually start. So he has no injury designation, but they would not say that he is going to start the game. So just take that for what it's worth as well. But he is not even listed on the injury report. So back, magically, magically fixed. There it is. Well, they said can't get any worse. Not if even he plays, question, not even questionable. Back. Is to- back good fractures, to go. yeah, just, fine. Just, Don't just even worry about to- it. Yes, totally, totally good to go to that. Sorry, circling back. Dolphins. Also, little- Pat Fryermuth uh, cleared concussion protocol for week seven as well. Yeah, so. uh, this one is the one where, again, it's like I am probably going to play them in the contest. I am probably not going to play them with my real money due to just the the Tua situation where, again, I think they're just going to be super hypersensitive with him. And, like, that's the only thing that scares me. And so – with that, I don't want to make a bet thinking that I'm getting Tua and second series into the game, I end up with Skylar Johnson or Thompson or whatever his name is, you know. Thompson. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, I don't want to do I, – I, I had no idea who he even was. And, like, when I had bet the Dolphins that, you know, two weeks ago, and it was like I was so confident in it. And then they're like, well, uh, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater's leaving the game. And I'm like, oh, who's this? Skylar Thompson? What in the hell is a Skylar Thompson? Like, I had no idea. I you did Google some Googling whole, yeah, real quick? Thing, figure out Because I know you don't listen. When you have your setup with all mm-hmm. the screens, do you choose one to listen to audio for? Do you have Red Zone that's your audio? How do you do it? I listen to the one that I have the most money on. 
Valid. Like the 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 main TV and the sound is on okay. the one that I have the most like money. Uh, like so was that the in. Dolphins? So and so yeah. So I was listening to that game and that game was like oh yeah. So I mean look here's the deal. I think it's a great contest play. I think it is. If you wanted to play it in a teaser leg, look. Should Skylar Thompson still be able to beat? the Steelers and this version of the Steelers probably with the weapons that he's got and all the stuff like that. But it's a little less inspiring for sure. Uh, I don't think I could lay the seven as much as I think that this is a discount on the dolphins. I, I just, this new concussion protocol, I think is going to be no joke. Like, yeah. I think like this is going to be one of those things where if you have had to leave a game or miss a game earlier in the season because of a concussion, they are literally going to just insta insta pull you out of games. If like anything looks even slightly out of the ordinary concussion, concussion yeah. protocol and roughing the passer things that we yes. definitely have to consider moving well, forward. Yeah. As and roughing the passer, we don't even know what roughing the passer we is don't. anymore. Yeah. I no mean, clue. half of the thing at first, we didn't know what PI was. Now we don't know what roughing the, I mean, you still don't really or know. When, like, I mean, not to like, is already, it a catch? Is it not a catch? Nobody knows what a catch is. Anymore. Not to go old school or anything from Sunday or whatever. But I mean, like that, that pa from Monday, the Justin Herbert pass where he was like getting sacked and was able to sh do the little shuttle pa shovel mm -hmm. pass or whatever and stuff like that. Like, so if these defenders are not allowed to touch the quarterback basically at all, and then you fundamentally tackle the guy correctly, and he's able and to, still and he's able to like shovel the ball away, and you don't call an in the grasp or anything like that or whatever, then like it is impossible to defend the quarterback basically as a defender. It is just it's it's nearly impossible because you're going to get in trouble if you hit him there. Mm -hmm. So you do everything fundamentally correct, and he's still able to get out of of what you're doing. And so it's just like, it's there. It's a no win situation. Speaking of that Monday night mm -hmm. game, the Broncos, uh, yes. obviously we saw Melvin Gordon get benched, right? Well, mm -hmm. what we thought was being benched. Nathaniel Hackett says Melvin didn't do anything wrong. We just didn't have a lot of plays, even though the other two running backs had significantly more than he did, obviously. And then I guess they had a conversation today. Hackett comes out in his press conference and says, Hey, me and Melvin have talked. He's going to start this week. All is good. Is all good. And and now we have, I just see coming through the, the Twitter machine here that it is, uh, that it is hopeful. Russell Wilson says he is hopeful that he is going to play on Sunday. So we shall see that is all the way down to a point at points bet. It is actually all the way down to basically pick them a half point favorite are the Broncos in that one. The total all the way down now to 38 flat. In that game, I like the Jets. Wow, uh, I played the Jets in a in a teaser leg, and I look. It is, it's one of those things for me. I think that the Jets' defense is tr probably good enough to hold what this version of the Broncos' offense down anyway. And now we're talking about a even more limited Russell Wilson. I mean, he already has the shoulder thing. Now it's a hamstring thing. You're playing with like your arm hurts, your leg hurts, everything hurts. And you weren't doing anything in the first place. So it seems to me actually here. Well, yeah. And, and actually, Brent Rippin's the backup, right? Really? So the initial like argument that I heard earlier today is like, okay, well, what kind of a drop off do you have from Russell Wilson to Brett Rippin? Well, this version of Russell Wilson, there's not a drop off at all. Yeah. yeah, no. And certainly not from an offensive production standpoint, because he can't produce less. Like it can't, like he, like Literally they're doing, they have no offensive production whatsoever. So like he can't produce less. So if anything, it's just stagnant, right? Because I mean, it like certainly can't, I mean, out here behind us, it's already gotten to a pick. So, I mean, like the, if you're, if you're looking to catch a point, you know, if you're looking to catch a point with the jets, then by all means. Well, and thank goodness the total finally went down though, because mm -hmm. when I was looking at this, at, like in the four, how are you setting a Broncos total at 40 or in the forties? Yeah. You just can't. Yes. That was Maybe a slight regret from us earlier in the week yeah. when we saw that. Like we probably should have jumped on that because that just 
again, even even if Russell Wilson was going to play, and even if Russell Wilson was going to play even healthy, what would inspire us to think that they're going that this thing was going to turn into some magical shootout? Like that's just that's certainly not the case. Agreed. So yeah, I mean, listen, this is a this is a this is a big game for the Jets. Not so much for the Broncos. Like I said, I think they're buried. But like this is this is a big game for the Jets. This is this is that game that everybody marked as an L on mm-hmm. their on their schedule. Like on the road at the Broncos, like that was just instantly marked down as a loss for this team. And they are now sitting where it is a, a, a pick them a lot of places out there. This is a, this is a huge game to kind of prove that they're, they are definitely that team that's on the upswing. And like we've talked about yesterday as well, like not only are they up, they on the upswing, but they've had some fortunate spots here in the schedule with Pittsburgh, Miami, and green Mm -hmm. Bay, all dealing with their various issues. And now you get a situation with Russell Wilson where he's, injured and how is that going to affect the game okay we got to wrap up this hour with our pro tip like we do every hour here on Beeson. become a subscriber today get all 20 of them from throughout every show here on the network but the pro tip here for hour one is just this is a crazy time of year with so many overlapping sports in october as a better there is no need to stretch yourself too thin where the sports calendar offers like a multitude of options you don't need to bet something just because right. you can we have NFL, we have college football, we have hockey, we have the NBA now. We have like Major League Baseball playoffs. Major League Baseball playoffs that are going. I mean, so all of this is happening. It does not mean that because all of it's going on, you'll be like, oh, I need to become an expert in this, 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 and this is all at the same time. Like, right, you know, like pump the brakes a little bit. Make sure that you're not stretching yourself too thin because once you do that, you're going to start losing bets and you don't want to do that. Not at all. Uh, great stuff this hour. Back with hour two, more NFL. We got plenty of college football on the way as well. VEASAN final countdown coming up next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.